There's a long history of boys being boys and doing boy things only with other boys. Signs posted on the closed door of gatherings of 10-year-olds, which read, no girls allowed, that sort of thing. As much as that may seem harmless, even quaint, these scenes hint at a mindset, a kind of proclivity for tribalism that, whether ingrained or nurtured or a bit of both, can last a lifetime. When Groucho Marx said, I refuse to join any club that would have me as a member, he was joking about a disdain for clubs by pointing out how easy it is for us to doubt our own worth in a world filled with insular behavior. But what happens when the club is a whole industry? What if, in the case of Groucho Marx, the concept of club membership applied to a Hollywood that looked at him as someone who did not read the keep-out notice tacked to their gatekeeper's door? I can easily imagine a studio executive saying something like, Your name is Marx. Are you a communist? What a loss that would have been. Racy Palmer does not have to spend much time imagining what losses country music has experienced because of a clubhouse mentality. She has witnessed them firsthand, and for a time, was one of those losses herself. After being the first black woman with a song that made it onto the Billboard Hot Country Singles chart in nearly 40 years, she left the music business, discouraged and frustrated by an industry and a fan base that treated her like a product that did not fit their box, thinking of her as a gatecrasher at club country. But her music journey did not end there, and after becoming a mother, she made a children's album in 2013, then an EP in 2015, and the album Revival in 2019, which starts off with the song you're hearing now, Seeds. Hers is a story of resilience, redemption, and self-empowerment, and she is our guest today on Southern Songs and Stories. I'm your host, Joe Kendrick, welcoming you to our episode on Reese Palmer. Southern Songs and Stories is part of the podcast lineup of both Public Radio WNCW and Osiris Media. Osiris creates music podcasts and events to help music fans deepen their connection to the music they love with all of their shows at OsirisPod.com. Osiris works in partnership with Jam Bass, which connects music fans to the music they love and empowers them to go see live music. Capsule versions of Southern Songs and Stories are produced for broadcast on WNCW by me, Corey Askew. More information about this and other podcasts from Grassroots Radio, WNCW, at WNCW.org.
Reese Palmer spoke with me after her performance on the main stage at the Earl Scruggs Music Festival in Tryon, North Carolina in early September 2023, marking yet another achievement in her comeback story, which includes performances at Lincoln Center and the Apollo Theater, profiles in publications like the New York Times and Rolling Stone, many TV appearances including ABC News Live and the PBS NewsHour, a Grammy nomination, as well as her own radio show on Apple Music, Color Me Country with Reese Palmer. I remarked that there was a lot of distance between where she is now from her first chapter as an artist and asked her about her assertion that she became relentless so that the universe had no choice but to give back. I mean, so, you know, for people that are, are hearing this and aren't familiar, my first single came out in 2007, a song called Country Girl. And, um, you know, and I did the things. I played the Opry. We did the morning CBS morning show and all that stuff. And um, around 2009, I ended up leaving my record company for a lot of reasons. And um, after 2009, it got really quiet for a long time. And um, I've been unsigned ever since and without management or agents or anything. And so um, I didn't really get back into the business until like 2013 when I recorded a children's record the children's record that she was a baby when I made. And um, and that was a good exercise for me because, you know, the first half, it's very hectic being a new artist and trying to do all the things and be on the fast track. And, and it was exhausting. And um, I got to do this second part of my career very much at my own pace, um, something that I could have a family and bring my children to the shows and like that kind of thing. And and work whenever it's conducive to their schedules and that sort of thing. So like, I love this part. And I think too, the other thing that makes it really rewarding is I get to help out other artists this time. And um, I don't know, like you just kind of like, <laughs> I was like, sometimes I feel like the wise old owl, like some, you know, these new artists coming up, like they'll have questions and, there wasn't really a person like that for me, and so I like being that person for some for other people. Was there any one thing that got you back on this track? Um, I've always that's the thing. Like I've always done this. Like so, the children's record was like my in my intro back into doing music, and I love doing that so much, and it went really well. So I decided, well, I'm gonna do another record. So I did the Backboard Sessions in 2015. Yeah and put that out independently. And, um, and then four years later, we did Revival. Independently, same thing, made the videos, did everything locally in Durham with my band and you know wrote with my favorite people. And so I've always been playing and been doing things. It's just that, I guess like 2020, it made everybody stop for a second and kind of reflect on inclusivity and equality and giving people opportunities that either a you know didn't necessarily like a lot of the things that were happening now weren't happening when I was when I first came out and so like there was no next women of country there was no you know equal access or anything like that so I'm really very thankful that I have an opportunity to kind of circle back and be involved with things that weren't here whenever, you know, I was getting started. How do you, d did you foresee where you're at now? Because you're in a good <laughs> <No>. place. <laughs> I did not. I just, 
you know what? I, I used to pray all the time and say, like, God, I don't want to necessarily be famous. It'd be really great to be rich. But, um, <laughs> but what I want more than anything is to just do cool things with cool people and, like, have cool opportunities and, and that sort of thing. And so, you know, God has made that possible. And so, um, no, I didn't foresee this because I didn't know what was coming around the corner. And I kind of stopped, I don't want to say having expectations, but I stopped expecting certain things and just was really grateful for each thing that came along. And I think that has kept me sane. And that has made this part so much fun. Because, nah, I didn't see any of this. (laughs) (laughs) It's... So wonderful to, to see you doing well and contemporaries like Miko Marx, who yes. you got the new, the new song with and the EP. But as, in general, it, it, it's, it's so amazing to witness where it was in just, you know, 10 years ago or so. Yeah. Your, your success now would have seemed impossible. Yes. And, and it's so great to, to peel away at that. And now I think we're in a new place where people are realizing like, like what you pointed out about Leslie Riddle in, in, in the role with the Carter Scratch and yeah. Will the Circle Be Unbroken broken? and stories like that that were always there, mm-hmm. but it seems like now suddenly people are, yeah. it's sinking in. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing that we all need to accept is just like regular history, like political history, social history is extremely complicated and complex and multi-layered, so is the history of music. And it would be really silly to think that any one type of music only comes from one thing. And, you know, I'm, I feel really privileged to be able to learn some of the things that I have over the past 15 years and be able to share that with people. I, I mean, to me, it makes it more interesting. It makes yeah. it more special. Yeah. I think more American, more, you know, all for all of us. One uh, sort of tangential example, just this weekend, uh, a random conversation I was having with Martin Anderson at WNCW and some other folks, and we got to talking about barbecue. Mm-hmm. And I was saying that, you know, these, these styles of barbecue in North Carolina, they go back to the old world, you know, like this Western North Carolina style goes back to this recipe from this certain region. And Martin said, well, you're forgetting how instrumental, you know, like the, uh, the Native Americans mm-hmm. in, um, forget the island, but actually the word barbecue comes from their language. And so uh, awesome. they were making barbecue and, and slow cooking and pits and things. And so, and there's more to it than, than mm-hmm. just that. But that was another light bulb moment. It's like, of course. Yeah. Why, why, why didn't I know that? Yeah, I think, you know, when you peer, peel, ugh peel back the layers of things you're able to see everybody kind of had a hand in making most everything Mm -hmm. so um and and to me that's a really reassuring thought like that's a really exciting comforting i don't know heartwarming thought to me and like you know that's why i have i have such confusion about wanting to change history and not talking about certain certain aspects of history because i feel like when we embrace the whole thing, that's when you learn the most mm-hmm. from it. And you can, you know, you're able to look at mistakes and correct them, hopefully. And you're also able to look at like what works 
and why things work and, and, and why this all makes sense. And it, to me, it just makes things, I don't know, clearer. That was a bit of the song I'm Still Here by Reese Palmer with Miko Marks, whose redemptive arc parallels her own, and who was featured here on Southern Songs and Stories in the episode Going Home to Where Dreams Come True. Reese Palmer grew up in St. Louis with both parents from Georgia, where she would spend her summers as a child. She tells a story about those experiences from the stage coming up. Reese now calls Durham, North Carolina home. I asked her about the latter-day cultural renaissance in her home city. I have lived in Durham since 2014. Yeah, it was 2014. And um, my daughter is trying to, <laughs> giving me hand signals. We moved there. Um, we moved there in 2014, and um, I love it there. It's one of my favorite places in the whole world that I've ever lived. Um, one of the things I love about it is like it's very much a small town. But it's like a small town that's like extremely rich in history. And there's so many educated people there. And there's so many talented people there. I can't tell you, like, my daughter's school, just in the the the, the drop-off line, like, three Grammy Award winners. <laughs> and not our nominees just in the drop-off line. And um, I just love how Durham is very community-based, very community-focused, and very social justice-focused. It helped me to start to think about my career and my platform as more global than just individual. And yeah, I don't think I'd be doing any of the work that I'm doing if I didn't live in Durham. It's great that people are rediscovering or being reminded of or finding out for the first time the rich history of music in a place like Durham. Yeah. And perhaps you can play the game of who would you pick? <laughs> to, uh, I figured um, if you had to pick one between Blind Boy Fuller, Reverend Gary Davis, Sonny Terry, or John D. Holman, Lord. Maybe, you, maybe you pick them to be in your band or be in their band. Oh, we can have all, everybody. Like, <laughs> there's enough. There's enough I'm people for everybody. I'm just going back to the... 20th century, some of the icons of the oh, 20th yeah. century that were largely, uh, I mean, not really forgotten, but some people were. Yeah. And now it's like this, oh, wow, this is what we have. This is our legacy here, right? And 100%. so we should celebrate that. Yeah, I mean, I love, I love organizations like, um, 
Oh, I'm going to get the name wrong. Is Blues Makers? Oh, uh, North Carolina. You know uh, who I'm music talking maker. about. Yes, music. music Makers. Yeah, yeah. I love that organization, and mm-hmm. I love the fact that they're helping these artists that are so pivotal and foundational mm-hmm. to so much of Roots music, because people, we don't, you know, we always think of bluegrass or country as Roots music, but blues is Roots music. Soul is Roots music. Gospel is Roots music. And so I'm glad that we're honoring these artists and they're helping them now, giving them their flowers now. It's not helpful to give people flowers when they're dead. True. So this next song that I'm gonna play for y'all is about the very small town that my mom, my mother's side of the family is from. You see, I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri, but um, my family, my entire family is from Georgia. All right, any Georgia people? All right. So you're probably gonna know what I'm about to talk about. So my daddy is from Atlanta. My dad grew up on Bankhead Highway. His nickname was Bankhead Red growing up. And my mom is from a very small town called Somerville. Has anybody ever heard of Somerville, Georgia? You have. All right. So my entire family, my, like everybody on my mama's side lives in Somerville. And so in the summer, instead of going to summer camp, I used to go to Georgia. So for, the, <laughs> for one month, I'd be in Atlanta with my dad's family. And then for the next month, I would be with my mom's family in Somerville. And my grandmother's house was about the size of that stand back there. And it had a tin roof, and she refused to turn the air conditioning on, even though she had it, because she didn't want to waste her electricity. And she didn't turn on the TV, so all we did was listen to the radio. And the radio used to play country music, and then it would play gospel music, and then it would play R&B music. And so all of that kind of mixed together for me and inspired me when I write and when I make music. And at night, because again, she didn't believe in watching TV. She didn't like the ignorant box, as she called it. We would sit out on the porch, and I would make my cousins sit and listen to me sing The Greatest Love of All (laughs) on a loop. And they (laughs) into a push broom, and they would throw quarters at me. Little did I know that that was going to set the stage for what I did for the rest of my life. But I am so grateful for that porch, and I am so grateful for my family because I wouldn't be doing music if it wasn't because of them. And so right now, we are going to go to all of y'all's Somerville. I hope you had a place where you felt loved, where you felt safe, where you felt comfortable, where things were slow and simple. And that's where we're going to go. Okay, right here. Exactly. We don't have to go far. So I just want you all to go there with me. We're going to go to Somerville. Y'all ready? Here we go. Running barefooted through the summertime. Why'd she dry on that old clothesline? You'd say, child, wash your feet before you come inside to eat. Show up at the start of June. August always came too soon. As we pull away in our four door, you'd stand crying on your front porch. Oh, oh, oh. 
That is Reese Palmer's live version of Somerville, which you can find on her EP Back Porch Sessions, taken from her May 2023 performance at the Albino Skunk Music Festival in Greer, South Carolina. And speaking of live performances, she is curating the Wavemakers series for the Carolina Theater in Durham beginning January 25th, 2024, 
with that inaugural show featuring Southern Fusion singer-songwriter Denisha. I asked Reese about some other artists from the region that she admires. Oh my gosh, there's so much good stuff. Um, just immediately what comes to mind is um, there's an artist by the name of Kamara Thomas, and she makes what she calls cosmic country music, which I think is really awesome. And she's also, uh, she has a background in drama, in theater drama. And so her videos are beautiful and just very artsy. And there's like layers of depth and meaning. Um, she also has a organization called Country Soul Songbook and periodically puts on shows and conventions and that sort of thing. Again, spreading the message that country music is for everyone, regardless of color, creed, whatever. So she's someone that's top, that's top of mind. Um, there's an, another artist by the name of Austin McGale, and he's from the Charlotte area. Incredible. Singer, songwriter, country artist, phenomenal. Hmm. I'm trying to think. Um, and then Misha Fair, same thing. She's from the Charlotte area. She's a country singer, songwriter, fantastic. She's been on my show. She's wonderful. When you travel, what's on the playlist? My daughter actually made the playlist coming up, and I'm very proud. I'm a proud mama because it's good stuff. Like she's, um, she's very into Lana Del Rey, <laughs> and um, she does not like country music, which drives me crazy. I was just like, that's what mommy, mommy loves. But anyway, she doesn't. So she, it's it's all very singer songwriter pop, but it's like really good stuff. And I learned a bunch of stuff just listening to her playlist coming down. So, but me personally. Um, right now I'm listening to, um, I'm preparing to work on a new record. And so I do like a, a musical vision board. So, um, like the brothers Osborne are on my list, Chris Stapleton, um, Allison Russell. Um, I'm trying to think who else is on there. So these Those are touchstones are or? Yeah. Liz Wright. Mm. Like these are people that are making stuff that I that resonates a lot with me. And um, I don't want to copy them, but like I, I do want to take in, I tend to study music, so sometimes it's hard for me to just sit and listen and enjoy it, because I want to sit and figure out what it is that I like about it, how did you put this together, how did you get from there to here, and that sort of thing. So I'm listening mostly for that kind of stuff. Yeah. All right, Reese Palmer here on WNCW and Southern Songs and Stories. It's been great talking with you. I don't want to take up too much no, of your time this afternoon. You. Is there anything that I left out that you might like to add? No. Well, I mean, other than that, um, Color Me Country is also now a artist grant fund. Um, we've been up and running since December of 2021. Yeah. And um, we've raised over $100,000. I've been able to give micro grants of $500 to $1,000 to over 70 artists. And um, I've also, with that money, been able to take um, 12 artists now over to Europe for the past two years to play at the Long Road Festival in Leicester, which is a festival not unlike this, um, that celebrates Americana and country and bluegrass and roots music and all that. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's been a really awesome thing, as I said before, to be able to give back. So if, you know, if any of your listeners are interested in learning more about the fund, who the fun benefits, and how to give if they want, they can go to colormecountry.com.
From her album Revival, this is Reese Palmer with Speak On It to close out this episode. Thank you so much for listening. We are grateful for your time and attention and for spreading awareness of what we're doing. It is as easy as telling a friend and following this podcast on your platform of choice. From there, it takes just a moment to give us a top rating and where possible, like on Apple, a review. It makes a great difference because the more top reviews and ratings we get, the more visible we become to everyone on those platforms, which means that more people just like you will connect with artists like Reese Palmer. This series is a part of the lineup of both Public Radio WNCW and Osiris Media, with all the Osiris shows available at osirispod.com. You can also hear new episodes on Bluegrass Planet Radio at bluegrassplanetradio.com. Thanks to Corey Askew for producing the radio adaptations of this series on Public Radio WNCW, where we worked with Joshua Ming, who wrote and performed our theme songs. I'm your host and producer, Joe Kendrick, and this is Southern Songs and Stories, the music of the South and the artists who make it. If you say what you see, we can turn it around. Don't let nobody tell. Speak on.